Hi, this is Jason Sohail Ascari. And this is Anna Ascari. I grew up and studied about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles all my life. And I never got the chance to watch any of the original series. The both of us were going to watch all 193 episodes of the original series. And give you a perspective from an expert. And a new viewer. This is what we call a Tata Recall. Alrighty, and welcome to episode 64 of Turtle Recall. I'm your host, Jason Sohail, and joining with me as always is my ever so lovely and can't believe that this season's almost over wife, Anna! Hello everyone! Um, I really like homesicking for the Ninja Turtles. You're already homesick for the Ninja Turtles? <laughs> I mean, don't worry, there's still plenty of Ninja Turtles. It's not like when season 3 ends, it's not like, oh, the show's over. No, no, you, you can look at the DVD shelf right there. There's a lot of Ninja Turtles that comes after this. This is like, like, I don't know, like, I would say maybe a third. We haven't, we haven't even reached the halfway point of this series yet. Uh, season 4, I think, is like when we reach halfway. I think that season by season 4, we will be getting to episode uh, 100. Yeah. Uh, uh, this episode, we will be talking about the season 3 part 1 finale episode which is the big ripoff if you guys don't know season three ha is a three-part finale even though none of the episodes actually say uh, uh you know to be continued or part one part two part three they're only connected by the actual title itself because they all uh start with the phrase the big <laughs> and so you can call this the big season three finale um but before we get into that, uh, I want to get into a review of another uh, cartoon series that was heavily requested from you guys because you guys really want to know our opinions about it, which kind of surprised me uh, because uh, like it has nothing to really do with Ninja Turtles, but it is something around that time frame, and which is... Uh, we're going to be looking at the latest uh, Netflix uh, series, uh, The Masters of the Universe uh, Revelations, which is based off of uh, He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, like the that classic cartoon series. Oh, is it a Netflix original? Yeah, this is a, a Netflix uh, original series. Uh, it's coming. It's coming in two parts. Uh, Netflix only released uh, part one, which is five episodes. I imagine part two is also five episodes. This is has been uh, this has been like produced and some of the episodes were even uh, written by uh, Kevin Smith, which if you guys don't know, I'm not a fan of his work. Like uh, you know, and also fun fact, he blocked me on Twitter because I'm not a fan of his work. True story. Really? Yes, I found this out. I think a year ago, maybe two years ago, uh, someone was like talking about him. Or something like that on Twitter. And then I was like trying to tag him. And I was like oh I guess it's not on Twitter. And then like other. And like uh, people were like oh no no. He has a big Twitter Twitter account. And I was like. And so I went and searched him. And I found out he blocked me. Why he should have blocked you? Uh, because I have said. I don't like his movies before. I said this like years ago. Really? Yeah. And uh, he didn't. Uh, he did not like criticism. Uh, um, yeah, and, and honestly, I have, like, this whole ordeal, uh, with him, 
like uh, back at a radio station I used to uh, frequent at, uh, and I mean th that's also part of the reason why I got uh, I got blocked. But uh, I don't really don't want to get into it. But let's get into like the actual uh, show itself. Yes. All right. Oh, uh, so well, Anna, your review is going to be really quick. Uh, what did you think about the show? I actually really like the graphic and the um, the action, but um, that's not the kind of show that I can like uh, follow. It's like um, you know, it's like I feel like it's uh, very like action for me. Yeah, no, I one hundred percent I understand, uh, and obviously you don't have any any connections with the original show, so uh, there there really was no investment for you. Yeah. Also, yeah. I don't like this uh, reality star like um, kind of animation. Right. I I, I just I, I'm more like the cute style. Right. No, I understand. All right. Uh, so obviously mine's gonna be more in depth. Uh, because I uh so uh before I wanna before and I know I've mentioned this before on the podcast before. He-Man was a series that I used to grow up with and I used to watch as a kid. But like, and I had the action figures. I mean, you know, I don't, I don't know any kid my age, like any person my age, didn't have He-Man he action figures because it was such a big part of like childhood and everything. Uh, so, but when I got into college, I tried to rewatch the original series, and I just didn't like it. Like, like when, like looking it into like with adult eyes, the show did not age well at all. Like in, I mean, there's so many flaws like uh, within the within the original show. The original show, like He-Man doesn't actually fight people. Every time he's punching, he just pu punches in the air, and then he usually just like like whenever he wants to defeat enemies, he usually just picks up like a mountain or something like that um, that they're on. He spins around and throws them or something like that. He doesn't actually like do any fighting and. And his sword as well. He doesn't use the sword to fight people. He has this big powerful sword. And he just kind of like just uses it to do other things. Other than to fight people. Like it is like. Like as a kid it felt like very action. But then when you're watching it you're like whoa whoa whoa. This is not action at all. This is just like a lot of like oh. We got to make sure we don't make it too violent for kids and Aww. you see like just so many things and also the animation itself there's a lot of reused and filmation was notorious for doing this but there's a lot of reused animation like he-man's like punching the screen animation that's in every episode where he just punches the screen so i never really actually cared for the original so show i did really like the 2002 series which surprisingly, that series is not on digital. I, that's a crime. But the th I I prefer the 2002 series. So going into that series, I had that in mind. And the way I usually watch Netflix shows, and this drives you crazy, honey. I know it. Um, I'll watch one episode, then I stop, and then I'm about, and then you'll be, oh, let's go to the next one. And I said, no, we have to wait in a week. Yes, you have so very so much rules for that. Yeah, like uh, that. That's just my way of like. I want to. I want the show to last. I, I never was like a. Oh, let me binge everything at once. Uh, this show was the complete opposite. After I finished the first episode, I really like. I stopped it, and then I was like, I, and I really was. I I 
I went to bed that night. All I could think of was like, I want to know what happens next. I want to know what happens next. Oh, really? Yeah. And I was like, I I can watch what happens next. I don't need to wait a week. Uh, and then so the very next day, as soon as I woke up, I was like, okay, no, I need to watch the next episode. And like, and then after that, I was and I was like, okay, I'll just I'll I'll, I'll wait in the week. I mean, I couldn't stop. I mean, I was really invested in this show, and I really enjoyed it. I think part of it was like I could watch it all at once was because there was only five episodes in this part. Like I think if this had if this was like thirteen episodes or something like that, I would have paced it more. But this but like, you know, because there was only five episodes, I I really was like, oh let me keep watching, let me keep watching. I really enjoyed it. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, I never saw you with uh I mean, I know there are so many stuff that you you are so much into it, but I never saw you like that. You're like, I really want to see next episode. Right, right, exactly, yeah. No, this one, I, it was the first time in a good while where I was like, oh, I really want to want to see the next episode. I mean, because, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff on, on, like, streaming services that they put out all at once, and I'm like, okay, I'll just wait till next week. I don't need to, I don't need to catch up or anything like that. Uh, and, like, you know, my friends, they all make fun of me because with all the Marvel shows on, on Disney+, Plus, I always wait till it finishes, then I watch it. Just because I just don't, um, even though I still pace it, I just, I just don't want to, I, I don't know, I, I just don't like online discussions about a TV show. That's just me. Um, and, uh, like, you know, they're always like, oh, how do you, and I always hear this is like, oh, how do you, uh, avoid spoilers? I did not see anything spoiler in, like, any, uh, for any of these shows I watch. Because I don't see anyone talking about it. And if they do talk about it, I don't realize they talk about it. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but yeah. Um, but, but yes, uh, the, the new He-Man series, really enjoyed it. I, I like, uh, from beginning to end, it was exciting. Uh, the things what I loved about it was, one, the action. Like, the action was actually, like, action. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you know, they, like, you know, it wasn't like, you know, oh, He-Man punches the screen, and then, like, you see that, like, in every episode... But, I mean, it's clear that the audience of this show is so much different from the audience of the other show. Right, right, yes. The original one. Yeah, no. No, it's because they realize that these people grew up. And also, I want to bring this up, too, because the one thing that they said was, like, oh, we're, like, you know, the this is going to be more intended for the people who grew up with He-Man, other than trying to... Introduce him. In, um, introduce it um, again. Oh, and uh, I'll I'll get into more of that later. But like, but they're saying like, oh, this is like, you know, they they put it in the preference like, oh, this is for adults. And whenever I hear that, I'm always wary about that because every time like, oh, this animation's for adults is always like the violence is like way too graphic. Uh, like you know, and 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 like um uh, the the language is like so off the wall. Like you know, no one talks like that unless if they they're. 14 or 15. This is the the Harley Quinn show. Yeah, exactly. The Harley Quinn show. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, just so many... And then then adult content, like, up the wazoo. Like, you know... And I'm watching this, and, like, this really... Like, if our son wasn't uh, two, um, you know, if he was older and he can, like, understand... I can actually watch this with, like, my son, who's, like... If my son was, like, five or six. Because, yes, the action is more tense, and there is blood... But it doesn't get graphic. Like, and it, it, it's like in that good, sweet spot. 
Like, uh, because when, uh, when Young Justice came off of, uh, Cartoon Network and then it went to, uh, the streaming services, they're like, oh, now we don't have standard practices. And so they just went, like, all violent and, like, just blood everywhere, um, in, um, in, in that show. And it was, like, so unrecognizable from the, the original show that was on Cartoon Network. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I was so happy that, like, this, like... The approach they took on this was like perfect, mm -hmm. and I, I loved it. And, and like, and I really felt like they had that whole mindset of like, you know, fathers who grew up with the show, they can like introduce this show to their children, and uh, that's actually uh, that, and that's something we need more of in uh, in like cartoon series because I'm, I'm I just don't like it where it's like, oh, it's oversimplified or like it's way too violent. Yeah, you know, just that happy medium and. Uh, so I, I really appreciate that. Uh, and then the other thing that took me surprised because I got I went into the show not knowing anything about it. I didn't know that this was going to be a continuation of the original show. So at the beginning I was kind of confused because like you know at the beginning they show He-Man, they show Skeletor, they show like everybody. They're, they're like you know Prince Adam has already became He-Man. Uh, like like all this other. Uh, things Skeletor was trying to get to Castle Grayskull, and I was just like, oh, okay, it's in. In parts of me, I was thinking it's like, oh, it's just go like we're just gonna skip all that because it's only five episodes. Then I realized, oh no, this is we're started like no, we're starting uh, straight from the end of the series. So everything that happened from the original series is still in this series. Uh, so and I I thought that was actually a really good jumping point. Um, and then also. Uh, just, um, and just a lot of those were some good, uh, elements. Another good element, I really like, I really like the voice acting. Uh, Mark Hamill is the voice of, uh, Skeletor, which I thought he was awesome as Skeletor. Came out a lot like Joker, but you know what? I really like that, uh, because Skeletor was never a serious character anyway. Um, so, really like how Mark Hamill's Skeletor was. Uh, what was also cool was... Alan Oppenheimer, who is the original voice of Skeletor, voiced Mossman in the show. I thought it was cool that they brought him in. Uh, and just most most of the voice acting, I thought were just phenomenal and perfect. I really liked it. Uh, things I did not care about, because now going into voice acting, uh, Tila, she's voiced by Sarah Michelle Gellar, who is also Buffy. I felt that... She was too, uh, just too, like, happy to be, like, she didn't sound like warrior enough. And I know she had this whole show where she fought vampires and that kind of stuff, this actress did. And, like, you know, she was April O'Neil in the 2007 movie of Ninja Turtles. I, I mean, I know all this. I just felt like, I felt like we needed, like, someone, I felt like we needed someone with a rougher voice. Because she felt, she just felt, like, just too happy to be that character. <laughs> and to be honest, like, uh, it, it didn't really, uh, match that well. My other problem was, in the show, they got another character that was not in, in the original He-Man show, and he's, and she wasn't in the 2002 series either, and it, her name was Andrea, or uh, Andre, or uh, Andrea, something like that, um, but they got her in there. And they didn't really give her a character. Then this is like a franchise where like everyone, their, their name is like pretty much what their character is. 
Like, you know, this is like, you know, like, oh, this guy, this guy is a B. Therefore, his name is Buzzoff. Like, you know, He-Man is a very strong character. His, therefore, his name is He-Man. Skeletor is a skeleton for a face. His name is Skeletor. So we got Andra and... And all... I mean, and I hate to say it, but all she felt like... She just kind of, like, just checked off the minority card for the series. Because she's black and she's a woman. And, and, and like, that's really all the character that we got from her and like she didn't really do much and it could this show could have had like i mean there was five episodes we could have had like at least half an episode where we dedicate to more of her instead of like oh she's here to help tila like and that's because that's all she was doing uh-huh. um and uh but uh i mean there's there's one episode i really enjoyed and it was uh, one of my favorite characters from the show growing up, mainly because I was a kid, so I like all the, the, the silly characters. His, his name is Orko. He's a wizard, He and but whenever he does stuff, it always, like, messes things up. Uh, and we actually get this great character development and even a backstory about him. And I thought, like, that was, like, probably the highlight of the series. And, like, it, it was, like, it was, like, really cool just to get, like, a good characterization out of Orko, um, Orko, and I, I just really liked that, uh, a lot, that was, like, that was probably the highlight of the thing, um, overall I enjoyed it, but I do want to talk about the big elephant in the room about the series, because, and this is probably the big reason why there's a lot of people who did not like the show, uh-huh. and that is, uh, that is, He-Man's not the main character of the show. Oh, really? Yeah. He is not, and like, uh, and I know that surprises you because like, what you saw, what, what all you saw was like mostly He-Man. Yes. Okay, so so who's the, the first man? episode, the first, the first episode, we have He-Man and Skeletor, and they do the thing. It plays out just like a regular He-Man episode, and I keep calling the show He-Man, even though technically the show's title is Masters of the Universe Revelations. He-Man's not even in the title, but by the end of the first episode, He-Man and Skeletor. They get, um, uh, they, uh, they actually get to a point where they, they end up, like, out of, like, supposedly out of the series for the rest of the show. Uh-huh. And Tila then becomes the main character. And so it's really all about her. And then she, like, you know, and the show's like, oh, she finds out that her friend was He-Man the whole time. Uh, she finds out all these other secrets. She gets mad at the situation. One one thing that this show does do that kind of annoys me. It's, it almost becomes a running joke. Because in the show, the sorceress is Tila's mother. But she never learns this. But like He-Man, He-Man and a bunch of other people know that the sorceress is her mother. But she's the only one who doesn't know. And... Every time they're, they're, they're about to bring it up, they're like, oh, hey, here's something you have to know. Like, it gets interrupted. It's like, nope, nope, nope. And it, it like, I feel like this is going to be something that gets revealed in the final episode. Uh-huh. But it, 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 gets a, it gets to a point where it gets annoying. Yes. It's like, no, just just go ahead. Like, well, like you know, just, just give that to us. Uh, but yeah, and this is what like frustrated people because, you know, when people think of Master of the Universe, I mean, and I call this He-Man at least like 20 times during this review. Yes. Oh, uh, I mean, 
And the fact that He-Man's not even in the show, and He-Man is in every episode of this of this uh, of this season one part one though, and because mainly it's Tila thinking about her old adventures with He-Man. Uh huh. So uh, Tila is more uh, important. Yeah, Tila's more important um, for the show. It didn't bother me because I went in the show not knowing anything. So I was like, I was like, okay. And to be honest, that's what drew me into episode two because I was like, okay, I really want to know what she, how she handles um, all this, like because basically at the end of at the end of the first episode, you know, like she gets told like, oh, you need to take up the mantle, like you know, you have to you have to go on this uh, on this quest, and she was like, uh, you know, and like she gets frustrated because everyone was uh, was keeping secrets around her, and she was like, okay. I'm gonna go find myself, and and that's what got me interested. Now, uh, after I finished watching the show, I saw all the all the previews and all the and all the trailers and that kind of stuff. They show He-Man and Skeletor in everything. Like, there's a awesome stop motion uh, trailer with the action figures of He-Man and Skeletor fighting each other. You said it was a trailer. Yeah, it's a trailer. Yeah, like Netflix like made this trailer where they use stop motion of the action figures. Oh, cool. Yeah, and it's really cool. But it's He-Man and Skeletor. And like so like I didn't know this going in. If I did, I think I would have been mad because all they kept showing was He-Man. And like so you would think it's, it's a, even the, even the way even the toys that have been released, um the uh the four uh, the four toys that like you can get uh, at Walmart and Target right now is Skeletor, He-Man, Moss Man, and Evil Lynn. Out of those four characters, Evil Lynn is the only character, a uh, main character from uh, the show, at least in this first part. Uh, He-Man and Skeletor um, are not in it, and Moss Man was pretty much a cameo. Like he kind of comes in, and then he's like, "All right, peace out, guys. I'm gone." Um, and so like they made act, but. The main character of the show, Tila, like, her action figure hasn't been released yet. They did reveal that they're making an action figure of her, but they didn't, like, it, it's not even part of that wave. And I really feel, and like, so that's why I, I feel for the people who are frustrated with the show, because even though I enjoyed it, I didn't have the expectations of, oh, I can't, like, you know, oh, I, I want to see more of He-Man and that kind of stuff. Because I didn't know that was going to be... I didn't... That wasn't in my expectations. But a lot of people had that expectation. That, you know, they had the action figure. They ha they saw all these action figures and everything. And this was a very bad bait and switch kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say that. Because they, like, you know, they beat you in with He-Man. And then they, all they did was just take him away from you. And uh, at the end of the first episode. Yes. Yeah. So... Uh, like I said, overall, I enjoyed it. Uh, let me know if you enjoyed it. I, I've talked to several people who enjoyed it. I've talked to several more people who didn't enjoy it. Uh, you know, uh, I mean, I had everything to go in to not enjoy it, but I really enjoyed it a lot, and I can't wait for part two. I feel like it's, they, uh, they keep showing you the picture of, like, pasta, but at the end of the day, they bring a hamburger for you. That, and that, to be honest, and that's what happened for a lot of people. That's exactly what happened for a lot of people, and, you know, it's... Yeah, you go you go to a restaurant and you you want pasta and then they just bring you something else and they're like oh no that's what you ordered and you're like well the picture showed this and like oh oh that like you know yeah no I agree I 
I, I agree. that uh, They should have done better. They, they should have communicated better that it was not going to be about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I think that would have lessened the blow. And I am going to say this also. Um, I think some of it was the commercial reason. Yeah, a lot of it was a commercial reason. And because, like, they know He-Man draws in the people. Yeah. Like, you know, and I'm pretty sure if they felt like, oh, if we put Tila out there, it was going to be less people. Uh, you know, uh, one of my favorite games, actually, uh, Metal Gear Solid 2, that the main character, like, they kept advertising that the main character was Snake. And I remember, I, I'll never forget that night, I, I bought it, I played it, and I got, like, after 20 minutes into the game, all of a sudden, like, Snake leaves. Oh, uh, like, and, like, uh, he's, he supposedly, like, dies, and I'm like, wait, and then I find out, like, you know, I have to play this other character that, like, I really don't care about, I, you know, so, like, you know, I, I've been a part of that bait and switch thing before, so. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but yeah, uh, just, uh, but I, I will say one last thing is that I don't think, uh, Kevin, Kevin Smith is really handling it well, because I've seen him, like, reply or, or like, or at least like most of the articles like say some things like, "Oh, you, um, you guys need to grow up," or something. It's just all in these like kind of things like, "Oh, I like you know he he feels he made something perfect," mm-hmm. and like he needs to take. I think he needs to take some of the fault because no one can make something that everyone's gonna like. Yes. That's not gonna happen. Like uh, that. That's just that's not gonna happen. But that's okay. That's all we got for. For Masters of the Universe, you know, let us know what you feel about the series and or whatnot. Uh, you ready for some Ninja Turtle news? Let's get back into Ninja Turtles. Uh, the first thing I kind of want to uh, brush about is uh, NECA. Uh, they posted on their Instagram that the uh, Ultimate Casey Jones uh, figure and the uh, San Diego Comic-Con Super Shredder action figure are shipping now to walmart yeah so uh in a few weeks we should start seeing them at walmart stores i do want to also add that uh muckman and mondo gecko uh should be shipping soon to target and before we went live i already saw someone posted in texas that mondo and muckman uh were already found there Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I was fortunate. What what I liked what NECA did was uh, a few days ago, they they did, like, a pre-order system. So we could just pre-order uh, Mondo and Muckman from their site. Mm-hmm. And it just took the hassle for, you know, we had to pay for shipping. That's the only unfortunate part because if it was Target, it would be free shipping. But uh, the fact that, like, you know, just, like, that one less, like, oh, I have to drive to these stores... Yeah. And, I mean, and I know we keep saying this has been, like, over a year now, but I'm hoping that NECA can, like, make it that when these figures go out, like, they're not a super hard to find and people can have, like, a, just a regular, like, so that people can, like, see it in, on the shelves and be like, oh, I want to pick this up. Yes. Especially, like, the people who don't, are in, like, the savvy internet, who don't follow our podcast, who don't know that these figures are coming out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, th- that's all I had for for this one. Just letting people know, just uh, you know, uh, and if you see start seeing uh, uh Casey or Super Shredder, you know, let us know. Let post some pictures. Uh, uh, we haven't seen them yet, but hopefully, hopefully we will soon. All right. So the next I want to talk about. Do you, do you remember? It was I want to say it was about 
a month ago, they had Nickelodeon had a contest with Prospect uh, 100, and it was to get all the young artists to come up with like their own original designs for Ninja Turtles. Oh uh -huh, yeah. Yes. All right. We they actually awarded um, a winner, and here is the uh, winning art. Uh, and the um, but yeah, so uh, this is the winning art. Uh, this is the one that they chose. It looks really cool. Uh, uh, like, you know, if you're listening to audio, it's kind of hard to describe. <laughs> um, Let me look at it. Yeah, yeah, go, go ahead and take a look at it. Um, like, because it's it's kind of like, it's kind of like wavy. There's, it's all four turtles. And then there's also Shredder. Yes. Um, Where's Shredder? Shredder's over here in the corner. Oh, cool. Right. Uh, I I would say it's like a little like um, girly style. Yeah. So, uh, the winner of the contest, her name is uh, Lily Stock. She's oh, the one. Yeah. It's girly. Yes. Yes. Definitely girly. Oh, uh, you know, I'm just now looking at this. Uh, Splinter's in there too. Yes, like, I saw a Splinter. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't notice a Splinter there before, to be honest. Uh, so, um, really cool art. This is going in a. Um, in the future, this will be in a future, like, ninja, official Ninja Turtles, uh, art. Like, uh, like a merchandise. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, uh, you know, she won money and, like, Nickelodeon gets the win. Like, hey, we get to sell this and, like, put this in future, uh, stuff. Uh, I, I'm, I'm curious if, like, they're gonna sell this as, uh, I know if they've, Nickelodeon has done things, like, where, like, hey, you can buy this art and they put it in a poster That's or awesome. yeah yeah so you so you can run a so you can buy a print of it uh it'd be really cool um if like we actually get to see some of this art like in like in like an action like not like action figure but in a package or something like that mm -hmm. um or like you know it's like oh hey here's like you know like you know they like to sell like bubble wands or something like that and like all of a sudden like we see this art with it too <laughs> That's so uh, i don't know if they're gonna go that far with it but this will be making it with the uh official ninja turtle uh, merchandise that's so cool yeah uh, it, it, it's pretty cool. Uh, congratulations, uh, uh, Lily. The art is amazing. Yes, and I'm yes. pretty sure, like, um, I didn't see the other entries in there, but I'm pretty sure that there were some really cool entries in there. I'm and sure. It, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure it was really hard to pick a winner. So, congratulations on that. Um, and then, so, also, I've, it was either, like, it was a couple of weeks ago. Do you remember, do you remember a couple of weeks ago, both the Ninja Turtles and Power Rangers Twitter, like, had this, like, art of, like, their crossover comic. Uh-huh. All right. And, like, they didn't really say much about it. And, like, one of them, I think it was Ninja Turtles, said, coming soon. Well, again, we're having more art of the Ninja Turtles crossover comic. However, this one, there's actually new images. Because, like, uh, neither of these events... Has happened in the uh, Power Rangers Ninja Turtle crossover comic that came out, I believe, uh, two years ago. Uh -huh. uh, so, uh, this, like, this is new. And, like, um, so the Power Rangers Twitter, they posted the the command center with the the party wagon driving to the uh, to the command center. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, and, like, you know, they're. Uh, 
And they're asking, actually, like, oh, does uh, pizza deliver out here? I'm wondering if Alpha did order pizza for the Ninja Turtles <laughs> or not. Uh, but yeah, like the in the in the in the crossover comic, we never saw the actual uh, van before. So hey, this could be a hint for a new book. I mean, someone someone's drawing something new. Uh, and then it says greetings from Ninja Grove, and then the Ninja Turtle Twitter, uh, it, theirs is greetings from New York. But instead of the Statue of Liberty, it's a the it's replaced by a statue of Rita Repulsa, and it's also green. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and like, and then like the turtles, uh, we actually have, this one actually has the turtles on there, uh, and they're like, oh, there goes the neighborhood, and they're like, uh, you know, and Raphael's like getting mad at Mikey because Mikey says he kind of likes the new statue. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, they haven't, they haven't like said anything else about it yet, but this really looks like a new crossover comic coming because like these are uh, other than it's either a new crossover comic coming or they're just having fun and the artists are just like hey let's just draw some stuff but the way that they're doing it in the hashtags are doing there they're put they're hashtagging uh and tagging boom and idw comics they're, like you know like the, the two comics uh industries that created both these uh well has the has the license for both these characters uh-huh. so uh, i can only imagine that they're they're hinting at a new uh crossover comic the thing I what I found is weird is that the fact that Comic Con came and went and there was no announcement of a new comic. So I don't know, I like because usually the the crossover comics or like the like new comic events get announced during Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, and it could be because there was that it was a virtual con and like they just uh the, so they're probably like hey we don't have things ready so they can like kind of like. Uh, take their time with it, but uh, if a new comic's coming, we'll definitely let you know. I'm we're, right now. I'm just like, okay, you know, stop with the teasing. L- let us know what exactly it is. Uh, but yeah, the, this definitely. But like I said, this definitely looks like a new comic. Yeah. Yeah, it looks really cool. If it is a new comic, I'll be excited. Uh, I I liked the original uh, uh crossover comic, and I'm just gonna say this. Uh, I I know there's been rumors of. Like they're making action. Like I know there's been rumors of of action figures of the of the crossover, the first co- crossover comic or the only crossover comic right now. Um, but if action figures do happen, I mean I'm crossing my fingers that do, but there's nothing concrete to say they are. I really want a Green Ranger Shredder figure. <laughs> like that's like because uh, that was like one of the, the coolest Ranger. designs. Yeah, the Green Ranger Shredder. Yeah, the I'm gonna be honest. The turtle because at one point the turtles they morph into Power Rangers. Their designs were not. I didn't care for their. I didn't care for the turtle designs and. Oh. Um, they, they like. Uh, they they could have done something really cool with them, but they just so made it so generic. Oh. Uh, but like the Green Ranger Shredder is a really cool design. I'll have to definitely show you that design. It cool. it just screams like, oh man, make this an action figure. So I'm hoping Playmates and Hasbro can like make some sort of deal to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. But, you know, speaking of Hasbro, or not, sorry, speaking of Playmates, not Hasbro, uh, but speaking of Playmates, uh, we mentioned this before. So first I want to mention uh, something about Playmates. Uh, Walmart, at the Walmart site, uh, right now they have, well, at one point you could have pre-ordered uh, the Playmates uh, reissue of the of the original classic uh, figures, and it looks like in the fall 
that those figures are actually going to make it on Walmart shelves right now. Because if you guys don't know, uh, Walmart and Target and most major re uh, retailers uh, at fall, they have a new, like, they always, like, reset the toy section for each quarter. And the fall quarter is about to start. And so... Uh, they're already, like, clearancing out all their other stuff that's not selling. Like, all those Shang-Chi action figures because the movie hasn't came out yet. Uh, that was that was a bad decision, Hasbro said. Um, but, uh, but like, Walmart... Look, and, I, and it looks like only Walmart is... Be, they're going to be getting, uh, like, reissues of the classic Playmates figures of Ninja Turtles. Uh -huh. And... Uh, they had at one point, especially with their Walmart Collector Con, which was a total fail for this, I just want to say, because they're like, hey, you can pre-order this. They actually featured it on their page. Hey, you can pre-order these. But then they, the pre-order links never went live. It went live like a couple of weeks ago before then. And then they just like, you know, even though it featured on their site, it was like, oh, you can't do it. But uh, from there, like, you know, they they had some, like in the, the two ones that people were like, a lot of people were curious about. Other than the the uh, the party wagon uh, re-release was the classic two packs of Leo Leo with uh, Bebop I believe and Mikey with Rocksteady I could get those two mixed up um, but they had those but the thing was that like people have been wanting to know the Raph and Don one because they're gonna come with new figures because they're gonna come with uh, Shredder and Triceraton uh -huh. well a uh, Singapore online site finally gave us our first look at these figures <laughs> uh so right now we're looking at uh don and donnie and shredder and then uh and then we also have Raphael with the triceraton and these are the first new ninja turtle action figures from playmates since 2019 oh wow yeah exactly and we have like two <laughs> but uh now, okay, one thing I want to say is, like, if you're watching this on, if you're watching this on YouTube, you're going to see Shredder smaller than Donatello. That's what I wanted to say. Why is Shredder smaller than Donatello? I, this is, like, the most baffling thing, especially, okay, uh, like, a few years ago, I think back in 2016 or maybe even before then, they actually made prototypes of a classic Shredder and a classic Crank. And they are going to be in the same size of, like, the Turtles and Rocksteady and Bebop. Well, this one looks a lot like that Shredder po prototype, but it's not. Like, um, we, like, you know, we did the comparisons, especially the head. The head is, like, so different from the prototype. and But the size in general. And I'm going to say this, actually. I think, I would, like, after, like, seeing these two side by side... I wish that the classic figures, like this Don, this Donatello action figure, was in the same size as Shredder. Because the classic Ninja Turtle figures, I always felt like they were too big. Because they don't scale well with the other figures, like with the other, like, Marvel Legends or uh, the other, like, you know, um, like the other collector line um, figures that's out there. And, like, I think the Shredder is actually a pretty good size. This is that, but you put him right next to Donatello... And he looks like he's so small. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing was like uh, Shredder. Shredder comes with like all like the classic Ninja Turtle like weapons. Like he comes with he comes with the katana that looks like Leo's katana. He comes with like the comma thing. He also comes with the 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 fist dagger and the other like dagger. Like I mean it, it really is like oh hey we're just like re re bringing back all these 
uh, classic weapons that you've you've seen for the past uh, thirty plus years. Uh, now, like, uh, but I think they they really wanted to look like uh, old uh, classic toys. No, 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 they wanted to make it look like old classic toys. Um, and and the shredder actually looks pretty good. It just like I wish they made a whole line that like looks like this shredder. And I'm also gonna say this, playmates, because um, like you know. When they made these classic Ninja Turtles, like, uh, it was during the time when, like, a lot of action figures, including, like, Marvel Legends, are like, oh, let's make the hands, like, uh, foldable so the, so they can hold their weapons. Um, and now, like, the new normal is, like, switching hands out so you can ha have them hold other stuff or, like, have, have fists and that kind of stuff so you don't have it with the same hand motions all the time. Yeah. Uh, that's something I really feel like this one needed. And, like, uh, that's also a reason why I think it's time for these classic figures to have a redesign. Uh, it, uh, I mean, because, like, we're seeing Sh Donatello here with the, with the movable fingers. And then we have, like, Shredder with, like, the two molded hands. And, like, it would have been cool if Shredder had, like, just swappable hands so you can have them, like, so that way, that way, like, if, if we didn't want him to hold, like, a weapon, we can, like, do a punch or something like that. <laughs> um, and I'm just saying because that's now the new normal for action figures now. Yes. Uh, for collector uh, for collector action figures. So that's uh, Shredder. Now we're going to take a look at the uh, Triceraton. Again, Triceraton looks so <laughs> tiny. Fighting turtles are so big. I know, yes, exactly, yeah. Which is funny because, like, in the show, like, the turtles are, like, supposed to be, like, four feet tall or three feet, like, you know, like, they're supposed to be shorter than everyone else. I have no idea why they did that. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Because, like, I mean, because I mean, the thing is, like, Roxanne and Bebop, they're huge. And then, like... Like, and then, like, it really looks like here, like, with this Raphael with Triceraton, he, or Raphael can just, like, kind of, like, push, like, the Triceratons, like, yeah, all right, there I you think go. they first made the turtles, and then they were like, oh, we're spending too much plastic. Well, it, it's more of, like, oh, we made these turtles, like, uh, I had these action figures before, before we got married. Uh, that's how long I, like, that's how long these action figures have, have been out. Um... So, like, it's like, hey, we still have these, and, oh, we uh, got like two newer figures, and we're like, and they're just like, oh, we just, just don't bother to make it, make it this, the scale. And I will say this, um, and I, I mean, I, I know I mentioned this before, but why Triceraton? Triceraton was in one episode of the original series. Like, why not Krang? If you had, like, the four main good guys, why not we have the four main bad guys? Like... <laughs> Real missed opportunity there, um, but uh, the Triceraton also comes with uh, two blasters. Uh, I never owned the original Triceraton uh, figure before, so I don't know if these blasters are based off the the original figure or not. Uh, but uh, regardless, I I do want these. I'm just so I'm happy that Playmates has finally like made them some new action figures. Because, uh, like, you know, for the past while, they just keep rehashing, like, oh, here, here's some classic figures, here's some classic figures. And I really felt, like, Playmates kind of, like, this was the point where, especially with, uh, when Rise ended, when, um, you know, when the, the toy line of Rise ended, this was the perfect time for Playmates to be like, oh, hey, let's start making these $20 collector figures of, like, the original, of the original Turtles. I mean, nostalgia is, like, really hyped up, and, like, I mean, and... 
um, unfortunately, like NECA came and like swept their feet on that, and Playmates kind of like dropped a ball because they could have they could have got that got that like NECA money, um, but they just kind of like missed it, missed their chance, uh, and and now and now it is like they're playing catch up, and while the collectors are already shunning Playmates because these are not the figures that they want, um, and I mean. That and like you know, so I know there are several people who are like excited about these, who are like really excited about these. But there's a lot more people who are like, oh, I have playmate, I have Neca, I don't need playmates stuff. Uh, but speaking, well, of... I think they have their. I mean, each of them that they have their own style. Yeah, no, each one have their own this style. Has... I, to be honest, I'm more excited about these than any of the figures that Neca came out with. Uh, because mean, like, because these are playmates, yeah. you know, and like I mean, you know, uh, like you know. If it wasn't for Playmates, we wouldn't even have Ninja Turtles. Yeah. And so I'm so glad they're making new action figures. I mean, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping these sell enough for them to be like, okay, hey, let's start making like newer action figures that isn't on par with like the Marvel Legends, the the uh, GI Joe Classified, the Star Wars Black, the Power Rangers Lightning Collection. Let's start like you know making that, and especially if Playmates make it like the production level is going to be so high that it won't be so hard to find like it is like NECA is mm-hmm. uh, like you know because NECA is really good at making figures that look like the cartoon and they're perfect at that yeah like you know I want like this where we have the Triceraton that looks like the classic toy the toy of Triceraton but with that more modern playability. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, and as much as, like, as awesome as Super 7's been killing it, Super 7 also has this price range that's, like, outside of, like, people's reach. So, uh, I'm really hoping that these do well enough that, like, Playmates make more of these and that, you know, hopefully the next one we see is Krang and hopefully we get a redesign of the Turtles that we actually have, like, uh, that they actually, like, fit with the scale of these new, new figures. Yeah. Yeah. And also, Playmates! If you listen to this, I, I'm still trying to get in contact with Playmates. But if you listen to this, Playmates, uh, switchable hands. Like, let, 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 let's get rid of these movable fingers. That's so early 2000s. Like, it's, like, movable, like, the the movable fingers, that's, like, you know, it was a cool concept at first, but, like, it, the figures really dropped the figure, like, the weapons because of how often you move it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it's not that dependable. Alright, so something else from Playmates. This also came from the same, like, Singapore uh, site. And this one actually got me really excited. Playmates is remaking the blimp. Oh, blimp. Uh, I'm so excited about... I never owned the blimp as a kid. I know, yeah, and you told me. I, I'm, I'm happy about it. You said that uh, the classic one is very expensive. Though. Yeah, the classic one is very expensive. Alright, so I got really excited, and then I had... A few people point this out to me. I didn't know this because I never owned the blimp. And um, but from the art design, this is not exactly the classic blimp. What they've uh, what what people have uh, discovered is that uh, the balloon part is from the the classic uh, blimp, uh-huh. but the bottom part is actually from the blimp from the 2012 series. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. It it is kind of cool. Um. And to be honest, like looking at the picture, I mean, I have to see, I have to see it in, uh, like, uh, as as actual toy to put my final opinions. But uh, looking at the picture, it looks so much like the classic one. And 
Oh, uh, I know, I, and like, you know, I know there's big differences, and it's probably, they probably still have like the mold of this, of, of the, of the bottom part of like where the turtles sit, uh, probably still in hand from the 2012 series. I don't know, I don't know if they still have the mold from the, uh, the, the original blimp or not, because they never re-released the blimp before, but I'm... Really? Yeah, and uh, both Ropik John and I were in the same boat. Never had the blimp. Really want this. Uh, you know, uh, even though it's not 100% exactly what it was, it still looks exciting. I can't wait to add this to my collection. I mean, uh, I never got the 2012 blimp either just because of uh, the 2012 series. Uh, I mean, they had the blimp, but it wasn't nowhere near as important as like the... It's good enough to make the child, uh, your inner child, like happy. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, if this doesn't come with the missiles that you can get from the party wagon, I'm okay with that. As long as I can have the turtle, like, sitting up there, you know, and, like, you know, like, it, you know, it doesn't, I know it won't have, like, that classic, like, 3C kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But still, it looks great. It looks great. I can't wait for this to come out. Um, uh, uh, I... Only imagine this is assuming that's coming to Walmart. I'm hoping like before Christmas time, uh, but uh, right now the only thing was we have is like this listing from this Singapore uh, website. So, and I'm hoping that this like uh, I'm hoping the price is going to be around forty dollars. Like the 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 party wagon on Walmart site is like thirty five dollars. I'm hoping like the price difference like I'm hoping it's just like five dollars more than what the party wagon is. All right, and just as a reminder, you can listen to the news section live every Sunday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. All right, you ready to talk talk about uh, some uh, season finale episode, honey? Yes. All right, let's do this. All right, this week we're talking about season three, episode 45, The Big Ripoff. This was originally... This was directed by Bill Wolf and written by Michael Reeves. It originally aired on November 24th, 1989. Honey, you wanna give us a summary? I just remember there was no power in the Technodrome and the Technodrome was about to fall into the lava. And so Krang and Shredder were trying to find uh, power. So Shredder was uh, programming something and uh, with his programming all the robots started like um, Missing up stuff, and uh, so they kidnap uh, April, and um, they put him in a room that was the crystal that Shredder and Krang was after it because they they thought that it gives power to Technodrome. When Turtles uh, find uh, saw that um, saw April on the news that the robots uh, took April, then. Uh, they want to save the turtle, save the April, and I think yeah, that was pretty much. Yeah, it's pretty much it. You know, our first third of the of the season finale right there is you know we see the uh, the Technodrome will start uh, coming back into power and won't be just sitting in the core in the center of the Earth anymore. Uh, I do want to note that this is our final time that we will see the uh, transport modules uh, uh, after this they do appear in a season five episode but like after this uh, the technodrome won't be in the center of the earth so there's no reason for transport modules anymore 
So the streets in New York won't have so many holes in it anymore. That's good, but I would miss the transport module. And I, I know, I know how much you love the transport modules, but but think of think of the roads. Think of the roads in New York. Haven't they suffered enough? You know, 1989 is just a lot of people just filling in those potholes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So in this episode, we start out with actually with the transport module as uh, Bebop from Rocksteady. Uh, they go into this develop this research and development uh, plants, and the the building actually says research of development plan. And like I, and like the Rocksteady and Bebop, they're like, oh, what does this say? They don't they don't like at first I was like, oh, they're gonna read the full sign, and then they end up not reading it. So while so while uh, Bebop and Rocksteady, they're uh, insert inside this. Um, uh, research uh, development uh, building. We see the Technodrome in, um, you know, with Krang and uh, Shredder, and we see that the Technodrome is like on the edge of the of the thing, and it looks like it's about to like to fall in the lava. Yes, and um, I remember like uh, so many years ago, I went to a um, like an animation festival, uh-huh. and it was it was an independent animation, short animation. It was about a house that was uh living on the edge and uh when i saw the technodrome i was just thinking about that <laughs> it's funny because like i wrote it down and i was kind of like because in my mind i was like i was like you know that's kind of weird that the artist like put it there at the edge but then we actually see because it because the way it looks it looks like it's about to fall off yes and but then we actually do see like there's actually problems where the technodrome actually starts looking like it's going to fall so they purposely put it there yes at first i was like why they put it in? uh we never saw it at the edge but then right. i was like okay so this was intentional right exactly and and we find out like pretty much like the technodrome is like pretty much out of power at this point and like this is like their last ditch effort to get more power into the technodrome uh and so we go back into with uh Roxy and bebop and we have like the turtles they're um they they're there to stop them and while like the turtles are confronting Roxanne Bebop, I don't know if you noticed this, but like I mean um on like the edge on the on top of the screen there was like a little tiny like April like yeah. through the drawer or no you didn't see that? No, yeah. Yeah. Uh later they focus they they zoom in to that part and um and like you know, she's like, oh, she's like, oh, it's April. Ah, oh, hey, I'm here to do a story. No, I no, I didn't see April. Oh, uh, you didn't see April? No, it it, it was kind of like it was kind of it was kind of clever how like sneaky they like put her uh in um in there. I just remember every time they showed the uh, Bebop and Rocksteady on the screen uh, with the uh, Shredder and Crank mm-hmm. in the Technodrome, it was kind of weird because they they were so big on the screen that. Uh. Uh, it wasn't clear that they are on the screen and they're not together. It was like, I don't know, if it was me, I would put like a uh, blurry like uh, layer or something. Yeah. I mean, for these days, it's easy. Probably for the cell animation, it was not uh, easy. It was probably not, a, not as easy. No, you're definitely right. So, so now we're at the part where like the turtles and Roxanne be able to fight each other. And... Uh, they do, like, the turtles, they do their whole, like, battle cry, turtles fight with honor. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was a funny line that came from Raphael because, like, he jumps up on top and, like, which I think, it, like, at first I thought it was, like, uh, cement, but maybe it's, like, glue. It's, like, this gray, this gray, like, cement-looking uh-uh. thing. But, a uh, sticky kind of thing? Yeah, the sticky kind of thing. And uh, Raph says, um, I'd rather fight with this stuff. Oh, yes, yes. I actually wrote, uh... Uh, what if I fight with this sword? Then I was like, what? What is this that I wrote? I just, <laughs> I just remember that. No, I no, uh, I like that line. I thought it was a very funny night line. Do you remember uh, like some years ago, like um, a slime was like very like uh, yes, yes, when everywhere. Like, oh, oh, slime was everywhere. Yes, uh, you know. Ninja Turtles had they had their own slime. It was called ooze, and like I remember, like I remember we had that like on the floor and that kind of stuff. It was like yeah. Uh, will, in the future, will you make slime with our son? Uh, of course. I actually wanted to, uh, uh, like, make a slime. I remember I did a craft party and uh, I brought some <laughs> slime and everyone was looking at me like, oh, grow up. <laughs> <laughs> you were uh, like, no, slime is fun. Yeah, then I told them, just, just touch this and... <laughs> Oh, I remember I gave all my uh, guests slime. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm glad you gave them slime, and I'm, you know, and she, she really enjoyed that. <laughs> I promise you that. Now, uh, during this fight, Rocksteady pulls out his knife, and guess what? Look, in this episode, his knife is uh, metal. It's not wooden. Because <laughs> you know, some episodes it's it's a wooden knife, and in some episodes it's a, this one. They're like, oh no, 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 here's a metal, here's a metal knife. Who? Uh, Rocksteady. Oh. Yeah. So I just re- uh I just remember it was funny because I think Rocksteady called um turtles he called them tortoise. T- uh, tortoise, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what usually that's what Rocksteady uh uh calls them. And then uh the uh, I think it was Raphael or Mikey, I don't remember. Uh called Rocksteady pork something. Oh yeah, like oh gosh. I didn't write down the line, but yeah, he called a uh, like 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 pork lips or something like that. Mm-hmm. Some somewhere he gave that insult with a pork in there. So after all that, like Roxanne and Bebop, like they, uh, they're able to escape like the sticky, whatever thing is. They run outside. They go into the transport module and they they leave. The lava's in there. And Leo says, "Oh, they're getting away." Then Dantel corrects him, like, "No, they got away." And Michael Atkins, he had wrote this. He says, they're getting right. He says, still trying to sell you on this sound effect. Like, you know, he still wants us to make a sound effect every time <laughs> the turtles say they, they got away. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know, maybe season four. Maybe we get into season it's four. It's too early for... It, yeah, like, because um, I, I don't... Here's the thing. I know Shredder, Roxanne, and Bebop got away a lot in season three when they were, like, going in the in the center of earth but now that they're gonna leave earth um at the end of this i don't know if they like escape anymore because you know the whole they're getting away was like the response with the transport module and this is our final time seeing the transport module we're not gonna see it anymore uh after this episode like uh for for a while uh. yeah yeah so uh i, I don't know we'll, we'll see how much it comes if it comes up if it comes up a lot in season four, we will make a sound effect. If you have a chance, um, if you have a chance in your life, they offer you to uh, to travel with um, turtle van, transfer module, and blip. Blimp. 
blimp. Which one do you choose? You can only choose one of them. I can only choose one. You know what? I'll probably choose the blimp so I can fly, fly over everything. Also, I want to know where the balloon goes. I've been <laughs> wanting to know where this balloon goes all, all, like, all these years. I, like, so when I detach it, I just want to know, okay, where does, where does it actually go? Where do we go pick this up? Oh, like, the front I was not like, expecting this. Was it? I was not expecting this answer from you. Oh, what, were you, what, what answer were you going to expect from me? I was expecting you say uh, Turtle Van because uh, then uh, you can drive everywhere and feel awesome and everything. And... That's true too. I mean, I mean Turtle Van is only my second, but no, I, 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 think the... I, I, I think I'd rather the blimp because the blimp could fly and, and, and like, you know, I don't have to worry about traffic because, all right, here's the thing. If I'm in a Turtle Van, oh, uh, and then like it's, you know, nine o'clock in Atlanta, I have to like sit behind so many people. And like I'm in this cool turtle van, but it's not going anywhere. At least if it's like 9 a.m. in Atlanta and I'm in the blimp, I can fly over all these people. Like, ha ha, what's going on? But you uh, don't know what happened to you. But you might like end up into the, like I don't know where Dimension <laughs> X or something. The blimp doesn't go to Dimension X. You don't know. <laughs> No one knows. No one knows. No one knows where the balloon part of the blimp goes. You're right. The balloon parts of the blimp does go to Dimension X. We never know. <laughs> alien might know. Uh, you're right. An alien might know. We'll we will find this out. Like like I but said. But I choose diamond. Uh, I choose a transfer module, and you have to come with me. All right, I'll come with you for the transfer module. I see. I knew you would choose the transfer module because I know how much you like this. Th you love this thing. I mean, but like, all right. So, honey, if we have the transport module, like, where, like, where, where are we going to use this? Like, whenever we go places, are you just going to, like, in our front yard, just drill underneath and then, like, just... That's the fun part. <laughs> That's the fun part? <laughs> we're going to go, we're going to go, go to, Imagine like... Imagine every your... time we go to your parents' house. <laughs> yeah, the next time we go to my parents' house, we actually go in, like, the living room. Yes. We... <laughs> then your mom will say, will tell you... Okay, can you, can you please not bring your wife anymore? <laughs> exactly. Use your transfer module. <laughs> and I'll be just... like, no, don't worry, the floor will be just fine. We're, we're going to go to the center of Earth, it's going to pour some lava in there, and you'll be good. It, just, it cools off in like in three in three minutes. <laughs> so, after, like, after uh, Roxanne and Bion, they leave, Mikey goes on this complete, like, edu like big word rant. And, like, I couldn't even, like, write the words he said because I, like, I understood, like, uh, like, like, all of them. It was just, like, but he just goes and, like, says, like, all these, like, SAT kind of type words. And, like, Raphael even jokes, oh, I see, um, I see the educational, uh, TV stations pay paying off. I don't, I don't remember that. Um... Uh, it happens, like, right, it happens, like, right after, uh, th uh, they leave. But they they leave uh like right after Roxanne and Bebop uh, leave uh oh and right uh, Bebop and Roxanne like uh break the wall like um right well this is actually when the, the, not like because they break the wall to get into the transport module and then they get to the transport module to no after the sticky thing then uh, they then they break the wall right and then uh, they fall in the street I think. Right, to get to the transport module. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then and then they leave uh, uh, through the transport module. Ah. Uh -huh. Yeah. So, I do want to bring this up because Old Man Winters actually brought this word up for us. I don't know if you remember, this was a couple episodes ago. 
Uh, and Leo says, we gotta, uh, we better go topside and reconnoiter. Do you remember that? And we, we both didn't know what that word meant? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. what does it mean? Oh, uh, yeah. So, oh, uh, what it actually, what it actually means, uh, what it actually means, it's a transitive interest, it's a military word, to perform a reconnaissance of an area uh, an enemy position to scout with the aim of gaining information uh, also uh, to uh, to recognize uh, so basically he basically said like this the verb form of reconnaissance because I know what reconnaissance is oh. I just never heard it called reconnoiter and it is like um, one of those military type words so like I guess if you're like in the military you heard it probably a lot but you know, I'm I never heard it. Now I'm pretty sure back then I never heard it either. Yes, I'm sure. Yeah. Because anyway, these uh, writers, this, um, they have these kind of tricks that sometimes they use some words that they know that like ninety percent of people doesn't know that, but they use it to make it cool. Right. No, I one hundred percent I agree. Yeah, because right, their writers know a lot more vocabulary then I'll ever, like, you know, a lot of people, like, don't know uh, offhand. Yes. You know, yeah. And then also, a lot of it, a lot of time, like, they, they will use that to, like, do some, like, research to make, so they can, like, punch up the dialogue. So they're not saying, so characters aren't saying the same thing over and over again. So after that, I wrote this. I wrote that this was probably the slowest walking sequence ever. I mean, I know that the turtles are turtles, and turtles are slow. Oh, in the street, the yeah, in long. the street, and like the the background was just like inching, <laughs> and I, I really was like, okay, no, like I mean, I know when I know when the both of us walk, we kind of we we walk um pretty slow, but we do not walk that slow. But animation was is kind of like makes sense because like I remember in animation they were teaching us uh, when something is far. Um, it's um, it moves slower. Uh-huh. So, for example, when you're sitting in the in the train, if a tree is close, you see right, uh, right. It passed, but the mountain is like it looks like it's there forever. Right, but they and, were in front of the building. So I think but, like, like 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 did, did they go like five miles away from the building and then start walking from there? I mean, no, no. but while while this. Painfully slow walking is happening. Mikey actually breaks the fourth wall. So here's our sound effect. Fourth wall break. Mutant turtle filth. It's not true. We shower regularly. Mikey breaks the fourth wall and he basically points out that Shredder and Krang have been trying to steal fuel for the Technodrome for like almost every episode of this series, of this series, yes, which is completely true. And like we've covered this before, we've we've said like, oh, like th- there was an episode I can't remember, and like Sh- Shredder tells like Roxanne and Beavis like, oh, go up there and steal some fuel, and we're like, and we're like, okay, that's just the go-to plot now because it had nothing to do with anything else. And they're like, oh, we gotta have Roxanne and Beavis do something, <laughs> and all they did was like steal fuel. Um, I'm I'm not a political person and I don't like political at all but it's kind of like 
uh, what happened in the real world. All the politi- uh, all the politics start from stealing energy and yeah. like. No, fuel. I agree. I agree. I and, and honestly, like uh, this time, it was a very big political year for uh, for, for petroleum oil. Uh, you know, uh, the the Kuwait war war was the the Persian Gulf War was not. I mean, I think this was before, but it was like in that area. Yeah. Yeah. Because the Persian Gulf War, I believe, was in the 90s, if I remember correctly. Okay, just shut out everyone. We are not political. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're not political people. <laughs> it's all about the kids and yes. having fun. And yes, exactly. So, we see Rocksteady and Bebop. Uh, they return to the Technodrome. And the Technodrome pretty much, it pretty much looks like someone's house... When the power is off and like people bring out the cam- candles. Oh my god, I loved it. Have you ever had that experience that they suddenly like, uh, like cut the electricity and you're like you don't have power? We had that experience we did? With, with the with the snow. Like, oh, do you yeah. remember we didn't have like power? We didn't have power for like oh gosh, I want to say we didn't have power for three to four hours because first we lost power. And like, and then, and we had to like, um, we had to like, you know, use our, our flashlights. But it wasn't night, was it? It's not the. Oh, no, like... you know what? Now I think about it. No, I don't think it was night, because I think, because I remember, but I think by the time I got to night, we got our power back. I think no, I think you're right about that. The big thing I remember that was for a whole weekend we didn't have internet, and that was oh, driving yes. me crazy. Yes, yes, that was. Very yeah. Awful. Oh, that that was awful. Yeah, yeah. Not not having internet, and uh, because. Georgia doesn't know what to do when it snows. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, no, I've, I've experienced before, like, um, where you're out of power and, like, uh, my parents would lo- go and grab the candles and we just, like, light the candles at, um, and just, like, I, I, I remember carrying the, the candle, like, and, like, we had it, like, in this, like, uh, ashtray, um, and so, yeah. so the... So the uh, the the candle doesn't like melt, like the wax doesn't hit hit our hands. I remember carrying that to the bathroom so I can like use the bathroom without like you know so I can see. But you know it's it's kind of dangerous to have the candle like the light in the bathroom. I did not know that. Yeah, it's it's dangerous because <laughs> I I just I just know it's dangerous because there's there's more like. Um, not the actual like environment of the bathroom, but is, is it because it's all like closed in? If you if you drop the candle inside the bathroom, that's when gotcha. No, I'm inside just... the like sewer or something. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, there are there are kind of like um, gas that is can explode. Gotcha. So, uh, Roxanne Bio, they go to the Technodrome. Uh, they see Shredder with the Kendra Abra, which uh, Michael points out that like you know it's like oh. Krang has a fancy candelabra uh, in the Technodrome. Uh, and they call Shredder Frankula. Like, they're, like you know, the person is like, oh, it's Frankula. And it's like, no, it's Drakenstein. And for some reason, they they, get, they had to mix up. Like, they, they couldn't say Dracula or Frankenstein. Instead, they just combined both words. Like, you know, like a celebrity couple name. I think they just wanted to show that these are like stupid. Yeah, I, I, I think you're, I think you're right. But uh, what did you think of uh, Shredder's uh, fancy candelabra, his candle there? Uh, I thought that was very funny uh, because uh, I was thinking of our 
wedding chandelier yes yes <laughs> yes it really does look it really looks like one of those not as fancy as our uh chandelier but like it had like just so many things and he's just carrying it and i'm gonna tell you uh, like ours is heavy like i i think if like we're out of power and like we had to light that up and i was carrying that i think by the time i get to like the fifth room i'm like oh done no, no we're, we're not going anywhere else. We're not supposed to light that. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, I know we're not supposed to light it. That's a silver. It is, yes. So, uh, I don't know. I just I just thought that's very uh, funny. But uh, what do you call... Do you, uh, do you know what's his fanus? His well, fanus uh, English word? I don't think fanus is the English word. <laughs> Listeners, do you know the word fanus? <laughs> oh, so, so, so what is fanus for the people who don't know that word? Because I even draw that to, to show you. You draw, you drew it to show it. This, this thing. Oh, that's a lantern. Oh, lantern. Yeah. Okay, so it, 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 it's a gas lantern. <laughs> There's so many words that I don't know what the what, what is. Okay, so um, I thought it was just funny because I, there are some points I saw that Bibo and Rexy had that lantern. Yeah, 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 yeah. They had like the the lanterns i because i remember when i was uh when i was a child my grandparents had like lantern right that we actually liked of it and right 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 those oil lantern it had like uh oil in it and then you just kind of like yes, the yes. yeah yeah no uh i never used one of those but i've seen them uh now the one thing i felt was like so like Shredder was like commenting, was like, oh, there's no power, so we can't use anything. Because like Shredder's like, oh, we can't use the transport module. We can't use this. We can't use this because there's no power. And which he was being a little ridiculous. He was acting like my parents whenever like <laughs> when the power bill gets too high. And like we're like, oh, you got to turn off everything. <laughs> uh, like, <laughs> but you know what? I'm going to say this. This is a dad thing now. Because uh, I'll like walk out of my son's room and I see that he left. Uh, he left the light on um, and I'm like nope nope turn it off turn <laughs> off like, like you know that light probably uses like an ounce of like power it's LED and everything it's like it, it, it shouldn't like take up that but I see it like oh gotta turn it off waste some money throw it, <laughs> throw it out I just remember sometimes my mom I'm sitting in the room like on my computer or something my mom uh, and like just come and like uh turn off the light i'm like i'm here and she's like okay i'm sorry and she wouldn't even come back to turn it on and this thing would well that, she was checking to see if you were actually using it <laughs> see if you it, obviously if she turned it off and you didn't turn it back on obviously she's saving money right there uh, but yeah so sure makes a big deal about how they can't use anything because they have no power. And then immediately Shredder uses Comlink. After telling Roxy and Bebop that they can't use anything. And, I, and I, I'm just like... But like, see, it's not that Shredder uses the Comlink because, you know, Comlink uses batteries. It's the fact that he's talking to Krang. And you know Krang is using the big, like, oh, window thing that yeah. the Technodrome has, and that's gonna like just suck up so much power, just so he can like talk to talk to Shredder, just because he Crane can't like just shout at Shredder. <laughs> he deserved to have all this. Uh... I, no, 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 you're. But uh, when um, when they were in the dark with Bebop and Shark, so they were in the dark with Crank, uh, not Crank, Shredder. Uh. Sh Shredder said, "Did you get them?" Uh, and they said, uh, more or less. <laughs> yes, I like that. 
That was funny. I like and that. And then he said, okay, more or less. <laughs> more or less. And they're like, it was actually a lot less. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then, so, Krang discovers the uh, Tachneon crystal, and... And Krang was like, oh, we can steal this. And Shredder was like, no, we can't. No, we can't steal this. That thing will explode. Which, I don't know what's up with Ninja Turtles in having crystals that explode. Like, this is a normal thing in Ninja Turtles now. because Crystal explodes. Yeah, crystal explodes. Like, oh, should we get that crystal? No! If we shake it up too much, it explodes. I think if you were smart, you would, when you wanted to get me the uh, ring for our wedding, you would... <laughs> Show me this. This tachyon crystal? Yes, okay. <laughs> Hi, I want to get you this uh, expensive ring, but you know, it might explode. It might explode, honey. You have to be very careful. Do you want a plastic one? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> but here we find out that Shredder is a computer is a computer science major because he's like doing this programming language. Oh, that's what I wanted to say. It was like, uh, it's like Shredder is doing programming now Shredder knows how to program yes I was like Shredder knows how to program and he's like just I mean and like uh, uh, like I mean obviously I do .NET stuff and I don't think .NET was going on back then but I can tell you right now that what like the language uh, more likely the language that was used in the 80s was COBOL uh, that is not, what's on the screen is not even close to a programming language at all. Um, but he uses that to reprogram the, the robot security uh, from that uh, museum that April just happened to be doing a report out of. But uh, before that, uh, we see turtles in, uh, sitting in front of the TV. Yes! And did you, did you see a splinter? I did see Splinter. Splinter does not talk in this episode. Yeah. Which is surprising because Vernon, Vernon has a lot of lines in this episode, but Splinter doesn't talk. But do you know why he's not talking? Why is he not talking? Did you, did you look at his uh, chair? No, what's wrong with his chair? <laughs> what, are those, uh, what, what is the name of those chairs that uh, Chandler and Joey had? Oh, the recliner there? chair? Oh, he's in the recliner? <laughs> is he like, like sleeping in the recliner? They didn't show exactly, I mean, but it was clear that he bought one of those exclusive for himself. He was so comfortable that... <laughs> he was I so think... comfortable. He fell asleep. He, that's why he, we didn't hurt him for the whole episode. He was like, he was asleep like a, like, overworked daddy. Guys, I, I, I'm done. I'm going to lie on the clock. Don't get me unless it, it is an emergency. No, you see, he wasn't asleep. But do you see that there's an age that, like, uh, usually the guys... Um, they get to an age that they feel that like they are so wise and they don't even bother to yeah. discuss with them. <laughs> they sit on those chairs and just look at everyone's discussion and they don't... Yes. <laughs> they just judge everyone in their mind. No, I, I definitely agree with you. By the way, did you pay attention to uh, the Turtles TV? I just saw that it had a weird antenna. It's in color! Oh, it was in color? Yeah, it's in color, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know, okay, so speaking of... Speaking of TVs, I've seen these at Walmart, and I actually want to get... I actually want to get this for a decor for the action figures. Uh, because it's like... They call it the world's smallest uh, TV, and it plays like random clips of like of TV shows. Uh-huh. There's one for Batman, the old uh, 1960s Batman. 
and it looks just like the Turtles TV, except it has like all four legs. So I really want to buy this Batman TV, and I want to like get like saw off the leg and put like put like books on it, and then have like the action figures like in front of the TV, because it's the perfect size TV for action figures. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just need to get like I just need to make like you know just small plastic books and just put that as the leg. But yeah, no, I was like I was like oh that's really cool. I saw that at Walmart. Uh, uh, so, I haven't seen the Batman one. I, I've seen pictures of it, but uh, I definitely want to get it. Though I, I keep seeing the South Park one. and I mean, South Park one uh, looks alright, but it's too modern for Ninja Turtles. I need the, I need the older TV set. Uh, so, you know, Shredder takes over the robots. All of a sudden, like, the Turtles are seeing, like, the robot security is, like, going haywire. And uh, they're capturing... All of, like, the people working at the museum. And then, oh, and then one of them, one of them actually locks April in the vault with the Technion crystal. And, too many people. Okay, 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 sorry. Uh, and this is what uh, Josie Kami uh, had to say about that line. About, about, I'm sorry. This is what Josie Kami had to say about that, that scene. She said, as a child watching this on TV... This was the first and maybe only time I was legitimately concerned for April's safety with the vault and all. Uh-huh. Because we find out, like, you know, the vault doesn't, it's airtight and April doesn't have much air. Oh. And and then, like, because, like, throughout the episode, she's like, oh, she's losing air. Even at one point, she contacts the turtle through the, the turtles with the communicator and she's, like, ga- gasping for air. Yeah. Like, this is probably, like, and it's funny because, like, you know, we've seen April captured so many times. This is, like, probably, like, the most life-threatening thing that's happened to April. And it's being locked in a vault. Yes, yes. Yeah. No, I mean, But, of course, they don't want to make it, like, um, so scary. Right, right. They don't want to make it so scary. No, you're absolutely right about that. Um, I, I will say, because, like, I've seen this trope before in other... Uh, TV shows like where like oh this vault's airtight and they're like oh you only have so many uh you only have so many like hours of air when you're in this and I just really want to know is it like that is, do they actually make things that airtight I mean do they like what what's the point of like oh no air can go in here like so because what if someone actually got stuck in there I mean don't they want to have like a little like way for people to breathe uh I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I You know, I don't run one of these banks that have airtight vaults or anything like that. So, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, we go back into the Technodrome. And all of a sudden, we see... People on Roxette. Yeah, Beaver Roxette. Because the Technodrome starts having power again. <laughs> and we see that Beaver and Rocksteady, they're powering the Technodrome because there are two exercise bikes. <laughs> that's so funny. Yes, yes. No, that, 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 that's funny. That's like a gerbil in a hamster wheel. Kind of thing. It's like, oh, that's how we're generating power. Oh, uh, and then we also we get our pretty much our first uh our first instance where Shredder and Krang they act more like a married couple than like two people trying to fight for power because um Shredder Shredder's like, oh, I'm gonna have Beam and Rocksteady go to this other thing and steal fuel from here. Yeah. And Krang was like, like, no, your idiotic mutants are gonna mess that up. We should take the the crystal instead. 
And they argue, like, and the trainer was like, okay, how come whenever they mess up stuff, they're my idiotic mutants? Oh, yeah, that was, that was really funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, like, a, the classic, like, parent, like, the husband-wife fighting and, like, you know, it's like, oh, how come, how come when the child is, um, is doing something wrong, it's my child. But, like, you know, when he does good, it's your child. <laughs> yeah, no, no it, it's funny, um, both, uh, Pat Franley and, um, James Avery, they have done uh they have done like uh uh interviews before where they actually do mention that like oh eventually shredder kang just become more of like this married couple between them <laughs> and like roxanne and bebop are pretty much their kids and that and they just said like that's just how the relationship actually devolves into and you start you really see it here 100 you see it here and it is like like and it's something like I'm pretty sure when the show creators and writers were doing this, they didn't realize they're doing this. And part of it is probably because of the exchange between the two actors. I think they kind of maybe knew that they are doing that. Yeah. Like, and it just, like, because, like, you know, writers and actors, like, they start getting comfortable with their characters. And they, they suddenly all, suddenly the characters start going in a place that they didn't, that no one knew that they're going to go to. And I really feel like this is, like, what happened with Shredder and Krang. And this is, like, the start of it. Of, like, where, like, instead of, like, them trying to one-up each other, now they're just like, you know what? We live in this technodrome together. <laughs> We're just like, you know. Like, you know, there, there's no point of, like, you know, who's better than who. And they just, like, start having, like, just silly arguments with each other. I loved it. Yeah. Um, but... So yeah, Shredder has his idea. Shredder has his idea with being Rocksteady, and then here we ha- we're going back to the uh, to like the museum kind of thing with um, and the turtles like they're, they're like Leo's like oh thankfully that the uh, that the sewer line just happened to go in this like you know a series of quint- coincidences because I don't think any sewer goes underneath like any kind of like uh, museum or whatever fault this kind of places mm-hmm. but the one thing i wrote was the background layer in this scene when they come out of the sewer oh uh-huh. uh, and into the thing we just see like like especially like uh, uh i believe it's donnie and mikey they're like walking into areas where they shouldn't be walking to because like i think like the cell animation didn't match up with the background and they're just like kind of like it looks like they're walking into a pillar and they just kind of like disappear yeah, yeah I, I don't know if was, you noticed that or not. No, I probably was writing down some stuff and... Yeah. No, it. no, it, it, yeah, it, it was just like a really weird trend. It, it's only in this one scene. It, it's just like, it really just felt like, it just felt like they just ignored the background layer for this, for the animation. They probably were short on the animation and they just uh, didn't have the... They probably didn't have the background. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think they probably like... They probably, like, had something, and then, like, they just, the background wasn't ready. Yeah. And then the background layer came in, and they're just like, okay, we just run with it. <laughs> uh, no, I can definitely, I can definitely see that. Uh, so, you know, Channel 6, so concerned about April, just to let you know. Because, Vernon? Well, yeah, Vernon. Because, like, you know, they're, they're, like, you know, they, they report that, like, oh, April's trapped in the vaults in this, like, robot security uh museum thing and vernon's like oh if anything happens to april don't worry 
I'll be taking over again. We still, like, we don't really know what Vernon's, like, job is. Because over here now he's, like, being anchor. He's being, like, April's, like, replacement anchor right now. Yes, but he says with, uh, with raising your salary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, like, with raising uh, of salary if, like, you know, if he takes over her job. So it means that he's, like, his job is, like, lower than April. And you would think that, but, like, we've seen, we've, we've seen episodes where... He's over... He, he's over April. And, like, we've seen him go through a door that says director. <laughs> like, he's, like... He's, he's that annoying guy that you never know what... Right, exactly, yeah. I, I just... I've, I've determined. I've determined this is what happened. Vernon just started, like, working at Channel 6... And, like, he probably, like, was there, like, as a teenager. He probably was, like, like doing the mopping or something like that. Like, you know, like, it was his, like, intern job. Huh? And then, and then all of a sudden, like, he just starts, like, just doing stuff. And, like, people were like, oh, is that where you normally work? And he was, like, uh, and then he just lied and said yes. And, like, no one, like, actually, like, questioned. He, like, you know, and, like, he, he's on the payroll. And he, no one actually questioned, like, what he actually does. And so they just let him do anything. And like whenever he does stuff, like Bert Thompson's probably like, oh, is that what I pay you to do? And he says, yes. And he's like, okay. <laughs> and like, like I think he ultimately wants to be anchor. It's just that like, you know, he has to like do these other duties before he can actually take that job. But uh, that scene that he was, that he was um, uh, holding tight to that, um, on top of the... Uh, on top of the news van, yeah. I think that was a very, like, a funny scene that they, like, Neko can use that, make that scene or something. Oh, oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, I cannot wait to get the new uh, Vernon action figure from Neko because I love the fact that we have that worried face. And there's that one part where he has that face while he's on top of the news van. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. And by the way, Neko, if you can make that news van, that'd be awesome. You know, or Playmates, if you could re-release that news van that I wish I bought... Uh, when it was a Toys R Us exclusive back in the day. Oh man, things I wish I, I, I to this day I wish I bought that new that news van. Yeah, even even Hot Wheels, um, they need to make. You know, Hot Wheels do need, does need to make a uh, Channel Six news van. Like you know, they they've been doing all these other Ninja Turtle cars. I think now is the time for them to do the Channel Six news van. Yeah. The yeah. Channel Six news van and the blimp. I mean, I don't know why you're not doing either of those. Come on, Hot Wheels. You like money? That's an easy. That's an easy like twelve dollars right there. <laughs> People will buy it. I promise. I I saw the the metal like the metal version of the van with the door opens. Oh, uh, that's like I think they charge like six dollars for it. I saw it at Walmart like maybe a week, and I never saw it again. The um the the fancier version of the van, like you know, because there's the cheap van, and then there's like the 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 better one where the door opens and that's the, and like every time like my our son sees that one he likes to open the door oh, yes, yes. and then he gets a cheap one and then he gets mad because he can't open that door and he gets and he was like he doesn't understand that that one the door doesn't open so our next scene is actually with Rocksteady and Bebop and I love this exchange because they go into the uh they go into uh, the other building to get to steal the fuel. And they get, the transport module comes up and they're like, oh, we're in front of the building. And then they're like, no, we're in front of the fountain in front of the building. <laughs> like, they argue, like, they argue, like, where exactly they are. And, I mean, it's just one of those instances that makes, like, Roxanne Bebop Roxanne Bebop. 
They were so perfect. Yeah. Uh, I just love uh, every time uh, Shredder called them and they said like, Yeah, boss. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. No, that's perfect. I love it, too. So, back with the turtles, like, you know, here, like, the turtles are fighting off, like, those robot security guards from this, like, uh, like this museum. Yes. And, and then they go inside the, like, the, um, those canal kind of thing. Uh, yeah, the, the, uh, the vents. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they go through, they go through the vents and, like, uh, they're like, oh, there's a, there's a robot rat over here. And they're like, oh, there's a robot rat over there. And then Leo just, like, cuts a hole in the vent. That, that part was a good part with the commercial. I agree. I actually don't. No, because that, that's a very, like, intense... I don't think they've had a commercial break there, though. No. No. No, that would have been a perfect place to put a commercial, honestly. No, I agree with you. Uh, one thing I did note... Uh, one, um, Michael noticed that uh, one of the robots looks like the, ro- the robot enemy from the first RoboCop movie. I completely agree with that. In fact, uh, our friends uh, from uh, Team T-Nerds, uh, they're actually reviewing... Right now, as we speak, as we release this episode, they're reviewing the City at War uh, uh, comic saga from the Mirage Comics. Mm-hmm. And the fourth issue has, like, uh, this foot robot that looks co- almost like this. <laughs> uh, so, it almost looks like that term- that, that Robocop thing. And they actually say the word Terminator. Uh, like, you know, or Terminator, something like that. But Donnie, Donnie actually calls it Chrome Dome. Which I found ironic. First, they use they they use that insult for Shredder, you know, because he has the metal helmet, uh-huh. you know. And then later we're gonna find out there's an, another enemy called that with that name. And like, so like when I hear here, I am kind of like, uh, you know, you should probably come up with another adjective for this because shouldn't you have this reserved for Shredder? Yeah. You don't want to, like, just call every robot. Like, you know, I feel like I feel like Sh- if Shredder heard that, he would cry. You understand? <laughs> like, you know, it only gives you an insult. And, like, you know, you kind of, like, you kind of have that badge of honor with that insult. <laughs> and then, like, you know, this one robot that only appears in this episode that looks like it's from a movie, uh, another robot from a famous movie. And then they're just like, you know, oh, you know what? I'm gonna call you Chrome Dome. I mean, if, if if Shredder actually like was monitoring that, I think he would have a tear in his eye. I think like you know, and Crane would have to have been like Shredder, what's wrong? And like he has to Crane has to go and like hug him and everything. <laughs> he didn't mean it. I don't think Crane uh, can hug anyone <laughs> because his arms are always like. His arms are always like, arms are always in this weird position. It's always like in this position. I don't know why. Like, like I, the. It's funny because so many, uh, like nowadays, like so much animation. Like whenever there's robots, like they make them act like they're so human. Mm-hmm. This one, like it really was a crane's android body. It was like, no, this is a robot. We're gonna put it. We're gonna put these arms in weird positions. And just because, you know what, it's a robot and it's like that. It's not like the arms get tired. I think at first when Crank uh, uh, get that robot, uh, it was like it was working very well. <laughs> hands was like... <laughs> right, right. The hands went out like, I was like, go down to the side. Yes. But then like after, probably after being in the center of Earth for like over a year, like all that like Earth dust got in there and it got into the gears. And it's like, oh, he just, he needs to just take it to the shop, get it like lubricated. 
add some oil like yeah yeah <laughs> instead, so, instead of the other one they need to add <laughs> yes no i agree <laughs> no oh. so after like after leo like uh cuts out of the vent and then like uh the turtles they they go into like uh what looks like an elevator shaft donatello gonna play the sound effect again fourth wall break breaks the fourth wall again and he says kids don't try this at home we're professionals yes yes yeah uh you know now i'm gonna say this this is not the last time we're gonna hear this line that says kids don't try this at home uh this was a very famous saying i will say even like i know people still say it but like around the 70s and 80s a lot and even 90s a lot of like these things would just be like kids don't try this like you know people would like look at the camera kids don't try this at home like you know just uh, just to have this whole like oh it's dangerous and like you know it was meant as a like oh don't imitate this yeah but then it became more of a joke kind of thing because they're like okay no kids are not gonna do this um because like because like so there's so many like ridiculous things like like you know I don't think any kids at home has an elevator that they can like jump on the sh- like get, jump on the shaft like that. Um, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe you kids might be rich and have like rich families and like you have an elevator and you just like you were doing this a lot until Donatello came in and said, "Hey, don't do that." I could be wrong, but yeah. So while like Donnie's like telling the kids what not to do, we go we go back into Vernon and um. I wrote this down here, but this did happen in the first time we saw Vernon. A lot of, like, the wide shots with Vernon, his hair was so different. I don't know if you noticed that or not. Whose hair? Vernon. No, I didn't have that. I, I, I wrote that he had more of a flat top head, um, hair hairstyle. Um, and this is only, like, th- this wasn't on his close shots. This was just, like, him in front of the news van, which is, like, kind of a more of a wider shot. Uh-huh. And, like, his, like, you know, he had, like, that, that 90s, oh, flat top hairstyle. <laughs> which is, this episode was in 89. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe late 80s, uh, this, this hairstyle was there, too. But, like, he looked like he was, like, he was gonna, like, do some rap or something like that. Like, you know, like, very vanilla ice looking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I looked up to have a clip of Vernon. Singing vanilla ice. <laughs> ice, ice, baby. Ice, ice, baby. <laughs> and you know, and just like Vanilla Ice, Vernon will make sure to say that his song is not a ripoff out of, of a Queen's song either. <laughs> like, you know, he will claim that, like, no, it's different enough. <laughs> I can see Vernon doing that. Alright, so going back to the Turtles, I really like this part a lot because, so... They have the robots. They're, they're being they're being chased down by the robots. The robots are surrounding them and everything. Because every time like they defeat them, like there's more coming. Mm-hmm. And then we get to a point where like Donnie is just running, and they're like they're like oh he was like guys follow me, he, and they're like where are you going? And Donnie says to the restroom, and he says it in like this overexcited like way. He was like to the restroom. But, uh, I, I have some stuff before that. Oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead, sorry. I just, I don't know what's that. I wrote Raphael went to clear wall. What does it mean? You don't remember? Oh, 
So at the at one point when they're running from the robots, there was uh there was like this electrified wall. <laughs> but like when they like so we had the, he ran into like this electricity field, but then like when he come out like there, it's a it's they made like this clear wall outline. Yes, yes. It was like yes. I didn't write it down, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh uh-huh, yes. Then after that they they were like uh I thought it was a. I don't know, but it, I thought it was a reference to that um, um, dark um, team. The, the, the... For Disney. Oh, oh, the Mighty Ducks? Yes. Uh, well, this episode did come out before the Mighty Ducks. Oh, it but, was? Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, because uh, Leo says, uh, says duck, and then Mikey says, like, oh, like, what, quack, quack? Yeah. And he was like, no, duck, because, you know, duck is a phrase that you can say to, like, you know, go down. Uh-huh. And so that's what... Uh, yeah. Ah, uh-huh, okay. Yeah. No, th- th- but in my mind, it was. In, like... in your mind, because we watched the show recently, which is an excellent show. I want to say this. Um, I love. I like. You know, growing up, I really liked the Mighty Ducks movie, but I wasn't like. It wasn't like something like I got into so much because I know a lot of people like they live and die by that movie. Oh, uh, but I was like, oh, you know, this is a fun movie. The show on Disney Plus is so good. I. I, I, it's been a while since I really enjoyed, like, a sports, uh, TV show like that. And, yes, I agree. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, because after I watched the first few episodes, I was like, Anna, you have to watch the show. And, uh, you know, at first she didn't, she wasn't into it because, you know, she didn't grow up with the movie. But then, like, after, after, like, after, like, two episodes, she was, like, really into it. She was like, oh, I can't wait. I can't, she was like, oh, I can't wait for the rest. I can't wait for the rest. Um. And also, it helped that uh, one of her favorite actresses, uh, Lauren Graham, was in the show. And that's she's the one from Gilmore Girls, and I, I know how much you like her. Yes, yes. Yeah. But yeah, so Donnie has his whole restroom plan. <laughs> and so they go into the bathroom, and I, I'm, I'm going to say this with full confidence. I'm pretty sure this is the first time in Ninja Turtles that we see inside a bathroom. Like, and, like, you know, I, I just want to note, we don't see toilets in this scene. Yeah. Like, um, we just see, like, we just see Sink. the sinks and, and everything. But I, I'm pretty sure there's no other episode in Ninja Turtles where they go to the bathroom. <laughs> uh, and, like, I, I just wanted to, like, just note that because at this time, like, like uh, even though kids like potty humor because, like, that's so easy, it was still standard practices. They're, like, they didn't want to put that into... Like the um, it into like the cartoons for the kids because they felt like that's too much. Uh-huh. So like that's why we're not like seeing like oh look they have a toilet like in their hand or anything like that. Uh uh-huh. okay. Yeah, that, that that that's that's more for something that's like rated PG. This is like you know this is for kids. This is like you know G. We don't we don't get toilets in G. Uh, uh but yeah, the, all four turtles that come out with uh, mirrors and. Uh, I do want to note that this was the men's restroom because we clearly saw that it was a it was a man and there was no dress. Yes, yes, it yeah, was a man. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no dress. They come out with the mirrors and uh, the robots zap the mirrors and they all explode because you know light reflects off mirrors. Like you know we we've seen that so many times and so many things. Um, and then so here we get here we get Donnie with his next plan where he was like oh. We can dress up as the robots. Yes, and he said if you can't beat them, join them. Right, exactly. He said if you can't beat them, join them. And, like, 
Shredder and Crane, they also see that the turtles are dressing up with the robots. And like and like they're and like they're giving us like commentary about that. Like, you know, like, oh like and because like they were like, oh, they can't fool them with that. Like it, it, it was a weird thing for them just to kind of sit by and like watch it. I just felt it was very funny that they didn't have power because they were like so much like the like people when they have no internet. Yes. They're like they can't leave. Right, right, right. That's exactly that. Was, that's exactly what's going on with them. Uh, one thing I did want to note was so Donnie was the first one to put on the the robot costumes. The ro- I'm sorry, the robot costume. Uh huh. And then. Then we get to the next scene where the other turtles are putting on the costume. And we have the same animation that was used for Donnie to put his, like, helmet back on. Yes. Yeah, so it, it was just kind of weird. It was like, oh, we're just going to reuse this again. But I will say that this scene was very... Re- and I'm sure this was inspired by uh, Star Wars. We're like... Because in the, in the first... Uh, the very first Star Wars movie... The, the main characters, they grab the stormtroopers' outfits and, and they dress up as them to, like, sneak into the base. Uh-huh. Uh, and I've real, I'm pretty sure, like, I'm pretty sure, like, the writers and animators, they had that in their mind. Yes, I can see that. Uh, right, exactly. Yeah, Especially how popular um, the movie was. So when do you get to my favorite scene? I'm going to get to that right now. Let, talk about your favorite scene, honey. And then uh, I think if uh, I think this is by far the most the cutest thing I saw from Krang so far. Uh, so then uh, Shredder tell uh, the Shredder is like very upset about not having the power. Then he said he tell Krang, do you do you want to lose weight? <laughs> and, then, and then the next thing we see the poor Krang is uh, on the pedaling on the bike, and that's the cutest thing ever. I actually want to like to have to frame uh, um, one of that. Uh, one of those cells. Yes, and put it next to my bike. <laughs> when I'm biking, I get inspired. You get inspired by Crane. With my mask. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I, you know what? I need to find. I I need to find if I can find that that cell. If not, I'll just do a screenshot and like. Just give me the screenshot. I don't even need it. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll give you a screenshot of that. And, you know, we can put an inspiration in there. Like, you know, pedal harder or something like that. Like, you know. <laughs> oh, <that's so> cute. <laughs> yeah. Because I was not expecting Crank to do that. But <laughs> no, no. I, to be honest, like, you would think, like, I, I mean, we've seen the power struggle between these two. And you, we've seen, like, Crank was like, okay, try to you do this. We never, like, I... We we hardly see the other way around where like Shredder like commands Crane to do something. Exactly. And like Shredder was like, <laughs> and I I'm sure I'm sure Shredder was able to convince him because it was like, well, it's it's your robot. And it's not like it, it makes like um, it's not like you're using uh muscles or anything like that. Oh, because because uh, Shredder Shredder has a very good body. He, he has so much muscles. He doesn't need to lose weight. Right, right, exactly, exactly. You know, but I, I'm just gonna say this: Crank can be on that, you know, that bike like for two days straight. It's not like he's gonna lose. It's not like he's gonna lose any weight. He's all brain, and the body, the body is not gonna shrink because 
Because <laughs> it's the metal. <laughs> but it, <laughs> it, it, it was a funny and, uh, and a very funny scene. Uh, I, I really uh, I really like that a lot. Um, like it, it, it was just a really cool. It was just a very funny moment that, in, in that part. Uh, so you realize the relationship between uh, Crank and um, Shredder in this episode is really funny. Yes, I I want I w- agree with you there so much because uh, and like I said, I think this is this is our start of our like this is really the start of like the Shredder and Crank relationship that I think is gonna go through for throughout the rest of the sh- the show, which is fantastic. Yes. So. We get to the next scene where uh, the turtles—they're at like the main uh, central of the of the computer, the one that Shredder like reprogrammed. This thing had a name. I just know we're in here. I wrote it down. Uh, I mean, only because like it—I—I I, I didn't think this computer like—I didn't think this computer was like important enough to like write down what its name was. Oh, oh, you wrote you wrote the name in, in your notes. Isn't it, isn't it Robot Zebo? You know what, that's, yes. Yeah, so you, okay, so you wrote the name. Yes. I didn't. <laughs> I, I, I completely didn't, but, uh, so yeah. So Anna felt it was important. I didn't feel it was important. Uh, but we have, like, the turtles, like, sneaking in there with their, uh, with their outfits. And we already see, like, Mikey's too skinny for the... Robot outfits, as in, like, if it as it starts falling, which I don't know, I thought that was kind of weird. Um, uh, and then, and like, uh, they're trying to sneak around and everything. And at one point, Donnie goes up to the computer. Then he takes off his helmet for some reason. And as soon as he takes off his helmet, like, you know, the system recognizes, oh, this is not a robot. It's a, you know, it's a Ninja Turtle. And I just wrote like, I thought Donnie was a smart one. Like, why is he the one that's like, oh, let me, let me just take this off and like, you know, <laughs> like, I, I, I just thought, I thought that, was, I thought that was a, if it was any other turtle, like if it was Mikey or even Raph, I could have like accepted it. The, the fact that it was like Donnie that did that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I thought that was kind of weird. Uh, there, there's a line, I believe Raphael said this, but, uh, he like when they cause they get surrounded by the robots again and, uh, and uh, I think Raphael says, uh, oh, it looks like they're going to be canceling our time slot. What does it mean? Like, okay, so canceling a time slot, that's pretty much like when a show on TV, like, oh, this show is not performing, any, not performing well anymore. Okay, we're going to take this show off this time. Uh-huh. And I felt like, I felt this might have been the precursor because this is, they knew that this is the season finale. They also they also weren't sure if this is gonna be because I think they wrote this they definitely wrote this as the final episode they probably didn't know that this was gonna be there's gonna be season four or not I felt like this was the precursor of like you know what we're just gonna go out and say it oh the show is gonna be gone after this yes I think you're right I think. yeah yeah I think that's just a pre I, I like it's not really a fourth wall break because he didn't really like tell the audience that. But I felt like there was like a like they're just like you know just kind of wrapping it up in there like oh hey guys guess what uh the show's about to be over you know not knowing that like oh a big network like CBS is gonna go and like purchase airing rights for this and like we're gonna continue on for another uh, seven years <laughs> uh yeah 
And something else, like, well, because while that's going on, Donnie was like, well, if Shredder can uh, hack this computer, I can. I, I like his, like, confidence there. I like this whole thing. It's like, you know, I can do this if Shredder can do it. Uh, but yeah, um, but Donnie's able to, like, you know, reprogram Zebo so it doesn't attack them anymore. And the turtles are able to go to the vault, open the vault, and rescue April. Well, we learn the lesson of this episode. Never keep a woman waiting. That's right. That's our lesson. <laughs> I knew you wrote it down. I wrote it down too. <laughs> oh. And then the big crystal was over there. Yes, the big crystal. Okay, so at this point, Krang convinces Shredder to go. Because like Krang was like, yo, you're like, you know, Beep and Rockstar are going to fail. They're not going to do right. He convinces Shredder to go to the Earth. Uh, so, because Shredder was able to get Krang to go on the bike. Krang is like, okay, now you go to Earth and you pick up that crystal. <clears throat> Even though Shredder didn't want it because it was like, oh, that crystal's gonna explode. But Shredder goes, uh, Shredder goes into the, goes to Earth to, uh, to steal, uh, the, the crystal. By the time he gets there, Donnie's in the background and his eyes are, like, in a weird position. Donnie's eyes? Yeah, Don, Donnie's eyes. He's in the background, and I, th I think Mikey's talking in this scene. But, like, so, you know, I have those Christmas stocking dolls. Uh -huh. <laughs> and it really reminded me of that, like, where one is low, one of the eye pupils is lower, and the other one is a little higher. And I never understood why they did that with those uh, Christmas stocking dolls. I think it was just, um, they just, um... It's like, um, see the internet says uh, someone had one job and did that. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you had one job and you did, yeah. You failed it. Right. I think that whoever crafted was just not paying attention, just stick it, like, in the back. Yeah, I think so, too, but, like, as soon as I saw Donnie's eyes, I just had those memory. I had the memory of, like, the dolls. <laughs> like, like a flashback. Yeah, flashbacks. Like, oh, like, this was the same position of the pupils of the dolls. Uh, yeah, so, sure is up there, he's, he's ready to... Uh, uh, he's ready to steal the crystal, and My Michael Atkins writes that, like, basically this scene really reminds him of Ninja Turtles 2, where the turtles are throwing the cancer ooze at each other, kind of like a football, and, like, uh, like, you know, because, like, as they keep throwing the crystal around, uh, to make sure, uh, Shredder doesn't get it. Now, you know, over there, they're throwing a football. Over here, the turtles are talking about, like, or saying like they're like it's like baseball like you know because they were like strike one strike two uh -huh. right oh uh, and and it gets to the point where and they said mikey uh at first mikey says turtles don't bluff yeah that's right yes mikey says turtles don't turtles don't bluff because they because we don't know how to oh uh -huh. yeah oh uh, the way they were like when it was time for uh sure the way he was acting like the crystal is so heavy I don't know. Um, that's a good question. Because he was, he was walking in a way like it's so heavy. It's so heavy. So and then like hot. we see the turtles like just throw like this nothing. Like a baseball. Yes. That, you know, I really don't know. I think I think someone just messed up there. Uh, or that or the turtle. They just want to show the turtles are strong. Uh, no, I think someone just messed up to be honest. But yeah, so at the end of it, at the end of this whole thing, uh, Shredder's like, he was like, okay, I gotta leave because this, this, this crystal's gonna explode. And like, you know, his whole reason why he didn't want this crystal. Cause so, 
unstable. I've just, just determined in the world of Ninja Turtles, all crystals are like, capable to, to explode. Like, that, that's just what they do. Uh, so, because, like, you know, this is... The Turtles know this. Shredder knows this. This isn't, like, no one gets, like, shocked about this. Uh, so Shredder goes back into the transport module, and Donnie hits it with his bow to hit... To go to hit at the end of like the transport module so it can explode, and then do you know what happens at 20 minutes 11 seconds? So, you know, towards the end of this episode. Oh, uh, uh, wrong turtle talking. That's right, wrong turtle talking. I almost did not have room in my note card for this because by the time it gets to like, by the time I got to minute 20, I was like, okay, there's no wrong turtle. I was like, there's only two minutes left of this show. There's no way they're just wrong turtle talking. But no, it happens twice after minute 20. So at 20 minutes, 11 seconds, Leo's voice comes out of Raph's body and he says, uh... He basically says, come on, guys, we got to go. This crystal's about to explode. And that was like after Donnie hits it to the uh, Technodrome. And then our second, and our second instance is that 21 minutes and 31 seconds, again, Leo's voice coming out of Raph's body. And as, um, as, as Raph says in Leo's uh, voice, oh, no, um, which... Uh, when, and then that's like when we get, that's when they hear about the, the news, like, Mm -hmm. uh, so, um, and which we're actually going to, we're going to talk about right now because when Shredder goes back into the Technodrome, like he all of a sudden, he sees that the power is there Uh and he, and then, oh, I I actually, I I had a question here. Like how the, what happened to power? I didn't understand how. So, okay. This is what happened. Rocksteady and Bebop, they stole the fuel uh-huh. from that other place, from that military place. Uh-huh. So they stole the fuel from the military place, and from there they were able to uh, to, to fuel up the Technodrome. Uh-huh. Yeah, and so so since they succeeded, guess what? Oh, uh, Craig said, like, oh, he was like, oh, my mutants were able to, like, you know, all of a sudden, like, you know, it's his mutants now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and... This is actually what Michael Atkins had actually uh, write about this. He says, The bad guys actually win a victory. Hooray for Rocks, for Bebop and Rocksteady. And yes, we actually... Rocksteady and Bebop finally did something. Right. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, um... And then at the end of the episode, the Turtles find out that Rocksteady and Bebop did something right. Uh, and... Mikey gets so upset, and he was like, I'm going to eat this comic book. And so Raph goes, gives him ketchup, and uh, Mikey eats the comic book with some ketchup on it. So why is it like, I'm, I'm going to eat this book? Uh, because, like, he was just basically, like, it, it, was, it was supposed to be, like, a expression where it's like, oh, 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 if, uh, oh, if we did something wrong, I'll, like, uh, uh, um, I'll eat this or something like that. Uh-huh. Just, like, because he said th- he thought it was like going to be impossible. Like, you know, when... he, said, he said the turtles don't bluff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So because he said the turtles don't bluff, he was not bluffing. He ate the comic book, even though he didn't threaten Shredder about the comic book. But, uh, yeah, and that's pretty much how this episode ends. The uh, last thing, uh, the last thing 
as I said, like, uh, Esplinter was sitting on his, uh, what was those chairs? Recliner, recliner. He was sitting on his uh, recliner, Donatello and Raphael, I think, they were, um... I think they were on the couch. They were on the couch. Yeah. Um, no, Leonardo and Donatello. Yeah. And, um, uh, Raphael sitting on the table, and <laughs> Mikey was sitting on the floor. On, on the floor. Not facing the TV. Like, I mean, or he was in a weird position to face the TV. Poor Mikey. I know, I know, yeah. And he was just, like, reading his comic book, and then he was like, uh, yeah, you know what? The most comfortable one was a splinter. Of course. Of course. It's the dad. You gotta have... That has to be... <coughs> the dad house has to be the most comfortable one. I, as a father myself, I support this. <laughs> so I just want you to post these two images. One splinter on... The image of a splinter on the... Recliner? Recliner. Yeah. The second um, crank on the bicycle. I'll post both of, both of these images. I will definitely do that. So, uh, as I mentioned before, this is part one of a three-part finale. These episodes do connect to each other, but just kind of like how the first season, and even like the Aya Sarnoff, like they still play like their own individual episodes. Because like they don't end with To Be Continued. Mm-hmm. They don't like, you know... Even though, like, you know, we saw them succeed, it's not like we get to, like, it's like this cliffhanger where, like, oh, what's going to happen next or anything like that? Because if you saw this on its own, you're just seeing, like, okay, like, and, like, you you wouldn't think of, you wouldn't think there's, like, more to it. Do you understand? Yeah. Yeah. And and that's, like, pretty much all of, like, the Ninja Turtles, like, uh, to be continued episodes was... Um, it's so standalone, and I felt like they did this to make sure, like, oh, if this gets aired out of order, or if the kids, like, miss an episode, they don't feel like the whole, like, oh, I can't watch the rest of it. It was kind of, like, unique what they did, because, you know, at that time, like, a lot of TV shows had, like, the whole, like, to be continued, usually to be continued, like, usually end with this whole, like, thing, like, oh, you have to wait a day to see what happens to your hero. Mm-hmm. Um, but, Yeah. Uh, like I said, Ninja Turtles was just like very unique at like the way they do their um their their multi part episodes. But did this get you excited to see what happens next? What happened? Uh, I mean, we're gonna find out next week. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I mean, I mean, you know, are you pumped? Are you ready? To, like, oh, let's see how season three ends. You wanna know what happens to the Technodrome? Oh, so we get the result that what happened to the... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, the next yes, the next episode we're going to see what happens with the Technodrome. Oh, the Technodrome explodes or something? Oh, no, no, no. The te- I, I, can, I, I promise you this. The Technodrome... I'm just telling you, if something bad happened to Technodrome, I'm not... Nothing bad is going to happen. The, okay, in the show, the Technodrome just moves from place to place. Each season, the Technodrome is in another area. Okay. And that's how you know what what season it is because the Technodrome is in another area. Um, okay, so, I feel better now. Uh, okay, I'm glad I'm glad you feel better now. All right. Well, while Anna is like, you know, relaxing her calmness, and you know, can't wait for next week's like, you know, part two of this three part finale adventure. Uh, please join us uh, next week as we talk about the episode. The big break-in, you know. So if you have any questions or memories, or, you know, if you have anything you want to talk about uh, Season 3. we So the next uh, two weeks, we're going to be talking about Season 3. And then after that, we are going into Season 4. Uh, so 
let us know. Uh, and uh, thanks for listening. Uh, anything else you want to add for them, honey? Not really. Not really? You don't want them to go on, to, uh, on an exercise bike to power up their house? No, I just, I just want them to add the word funus to English. I will tell them to add the word funus to English, alright? <laughs> alright, till next time guys. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to us. If you have any comments or memories you want to share, be sure to reach out to us on Twitter at Turtle Recall Pop. Turtle Recall is proud to be a part of the Res TV network. Be sure to go to res.tv to check out our podcast and other great podcasts they have available.